Hello, and welcome to The Way Family Podcast. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my wife, whose name is... Hannah! We are your co-hosts today, and today we're going to be talking about a... Capsule wardrobe and simplifying and minimalizing. Minimizing. Minimalizing? Minimalizing. (laughs) Close enough. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. Um, I hope that you enjoyed the episode last week. Even though it was long, with Jordan and Anila from The Searchers and Wedding and Adventure. Um, Yeah, it was fun to have them on, even though we recorded that months ago. Yeah, like Maybe a month ago? April? Yeah. It was... Months ago. April or May. I think it was May they were out. almost September. I know. Do you know when September begins? It is the fourth quarter? Wait, no. Yes, it is. No. October, November, November, December. December. October. October. So September is the last month of the third quarter. So we are almost three quarters of the way through with the year, which is like just blowing my mind. Yeah. It's crazy. Very fast year. Fern is almost one. Yeah. And Forrest is going to be four. (laughs) Stop. I want to think about it. We were, Anna and I went out on a date last, tonight, tonight. Tonight. And we were just talking about how next year when Forrest is five, he's going to go to kindergarten. Well, we don't know. His birthday's in November, so it's kind of tricky. But we're like, that's something we have to think about. Like, is he going to go to kindergarten in a year? I cannot. I like can't, cannot think about that or I will cry. So let's move on. Okay. Anyways. How was your week, honey? Um, good. It was a good week. We got to have a date and that was fun. Um, yeah, we went out to this like really nice, well not really nice. I don't know how to explain it. No, it was like a really nice place. Yeah, it was a really nice place. For our city. Um, they have, they have like good steak and stuff and... And it, they like bring stuff out in courses, which it's not it's not fancy, but it's nice. Um, so they they bring stuff out in courses. So we had like they brought like shrimp cocktail, which was weird. We're like, why we didn't ask for this? <laughs> and then they brought, it came like, with your thing. When they brought out our appetizer, and then they brought out our salad, and then they brought out our meal. So like it took the whole meal took two hours, but it was like fun and. I don't know. It was fun. And we got dessert. So we're still on our six-week challenge. We're about to start the sixth week where we're doing, like, that strict meal plan and, like, the workouts and stuff. And But we splurged on our food tonight. We had garlic bread, and we also had dessert, and it was tray leche cake. Dark chocolate tray leche cake. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, but it was so good. And it had um chantilly Say- cream and, like, berries. Oh, So it was like a cowboy fancy restaurant. It was a fancy cowboy restaurant. So say it in the most American Southern way you can. Trace leches. With what kind of cream? Chantilly. Chantilly? Chantilly. Yeah, but it was Tres leches with chantilly cream. Tres leches. Tres leches. With cream A. But even Zach liked it, and he doesn't even like chocolate stuff. He's like, oh my gosh. He said... It's true, hon. You do have a second tummy for your dessert. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, so we shared that. It was because so we were like stuffed. Yeah, we were full. I had ribs. They were they were pretty good. My try. You can't go wrong with dry tip in Santa Maria. I mean, if you can, then the restaurant sucks. Yeah. So he got dry tip like always. Um, but yeah, it was a fun. It was a fun date. We kind of talked about our. Um, our like, new rally cry for our family. Well, not really that. Just like our next goals that we like things we need to get done to help keep our family running smoothly, I guess, in our house. So that was good. Um, and we haven't had like a date like that since we started the six week challenge because people are already watching our kids when we're doing like these workouts and stuff. So we're, it's like hard to get away, but sex sister watched the kids tonight and yeah, it was really fun. So that happened, and... Let me talk about the garage sale. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm really glad that we had this garage sale. We did make some money, and we... we had a got, garage sale yesterday. We had a garage sale yesterday, <laughs> on Saturday. So we got rid of a lot of stuff. We cleaned up a lot of stuff. We minimali- minimized... Minimalized... See? It's easy to say yep, that. It's minimalized. easy to say that. We minimalized... <laughs> And um, got wait, you please talk about the the nights we spent in the garage. I'm Believe getting me. to that. Okay, I'm just saying that's it's, important. I'm doing a crap sandwich here. Okay, bad oh. stuff, good stuff, bad stuff. Okay. Or maybe good stuff, bad stuff, good stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Depends on what kind of a sandwich you want. <laughs> I'll put the crap in the middle. Okay, so good stuff, bad stuff, good stuff. So okay, the good stuff is we m- we made money. We organized and we got rid of stuff. So we minimized and organized and tidied up and we'll be able to park our car in the garage soon. Which we have never been able to do since since we lived at this house. Because for We've the first never been two able years, to do we were living since with, we were married. Yeah. Well, we didn't have a garage. Well, whatever. We did have a garage in the apartment. Not at our first place. I'm okay. saying. We had roommates the first two years of living here, and then now our our roommates are gone, but then we still had, like, a mess everywhere in the garage. So this is, like, a big deal for us and our car. And you're thinking, but cars belong in garages. No, no. Stuff belongs in garages. <laughs> but now our car belongs in garages. Yes. And our garage, whatever, whatever. So, it's a, yeah, it's a big it's a big deal, especially because, like, I want to do wor- woodworking in the garage, and it was kind of like my music space, and it just got taken over because we moved five times in the first four years of our marriage three times oh no four times four times in the first three years of our marriage three years yeah. it was more times than we were together than we were married i knew that more times per year <laughs> okay anyways so we've moved a lot and when you move a lot you can either use it as an opportunity to minimize or you can pack up all of your crap into boxes or and trash bags and trash bags and then just forget about those. Just bring your crap to your new house. <laughs> and then and then never go through it and then you just get more stuff and it piles up and it piles up and you're like, Well at least it's in boxes and it's labeled but you're like, We also don't need any of this. So that was nice. We did that. We had this garage sale. We had scheduled it like a month in advance. Here's the bad the bad news. And yeah, so here's the bad news. Estimate the amount of time that we spent going through everything. Probably 8 hours. Okay, so 8 hours 
times two because there's two of us. So 16 hours. hours. And then we'll just say like, okay, say both of us are making minimum wage. Okay. Oh, boy. Then that is what? $10 an hour? I think it's 11 in California. 11 in California. So that's how much money? 10 uh, times, 11 times 16. Well, we'll just say 10 for easiness sakes. 160. 160 bucks. Okay, 176 for 11. Okay, 176. <laughs> okay, so so 176 bucks just to prepare for... But that's for each of us. Oh, no, 170. No, that's for both okay, of us. Yeah. So 176 bucks just to prepare for the garage sale. Then I had to post on Facebook and Craigslist. You uh, posted there? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you did. And then you had to go to the store and get signs and then put up the signs. So we'll just say all of that equals another hour. Um, so plus 22 bucks. So 176 plus 22. What is it? 198. Good job. Yes. <laughs> Public math is the worst <laughs> thing <laughs> ever. <laughs> Um, okay, so we're at $198. Mm-hmm. Okay, so almost 200 bucks. And oh, well, we'll just say it's 200 because you had to buy m- the signs. Sure. Um, so we're at 200 bucks. And then I had to wake up early on Saturday at 6 6 No, I woke up at 5:30 and started reorganizing some stuff in the garage. Then, well, just setting it out, like getting the stuff set out. Mm-hmm. Then we wanted to have like a nice garage sale, not like just like throw everything out. So I borrowed some tables and um and got donuts and coffee. And got donuts and coffee. Donuts and coffee. I was not expecting to pay this much. I was just like, oh, we'll get donuts and coffee because that's nice to have a garage sale. Like that's a... Because you're out early on Saturday morning. It's yeah. It's like a nice touch. Like if you like buy a- something, you get a donut and a coffee for free. Right, and if I was going garage selling, I would want that. I would love that. So if I want that, then why not do that for other people? So anyways, that cost 50 bucks. Two dozen so much. donuts was, so much for donuts was 20 bucks. And then um, those uh, big jugs of two Starbucks. things of coffee from Starbucks, which we probably just could have made it at home, but we don't actually have a coffee maker. So. We probably could have survived on one of those because we had a ton extra, but anyways. Um, so that was fifty bucks, and so we're at two fifty right now. So yeah, two fifty, and then we had to um, have someone watch the kids while we did the garage sale, because both of us had to work out during the garage sale, and yeah. So, anyways, I had to work out at eight. Hannah had to work out at nine, and so then that was another forty bucks. So that we're at two ninety, mm-hmm. and. We made a total of $250, so we lost $40. (laughs) But we gained freedom. (laughs) So the good news is we cleared out space in the garage, we minimized, and we got rid of a lot of, like, we got rid of a lot of stuff. And instead of just, we could have just taken it to the thrift store and not had to pay that $290, but we recouped some of that money. So, But here's another thing that I was thinking about. For the past two years, we've been holding on to all of that stuff. And if you take our rent times our square foot. Oh, boy. That is what is killer. Okay. So I'm just saying <laughs> the good news is you can learn from our mistakes. 
and just don't hold on to crap that you think that you might need in the future. And when you move, use it as an opportunity to go through and only keep what is essential and what you love and what you need and what you use on a regular basis. Because whether or not you think about it or not, you really are paying for it if it is taking up any space in your house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the garage sale went well. Our date was awesome. And now we're going to talk to you about something that Hannah has been passionate about and is starting in the month of September. Actually has already started it. It's called the Thankful Closet Project, and it is a capsule wardrobe mm. amongst other things. It's like a capsule, war- it's like a quote-unquote capsule wardrobe challenge, I guess. Explain but, capsule wardrobe. Um, okay, so a capsule wardrobe is when you have a set number of clothing items and like, well, first you go through what you have, you get rid of things you don't use, you separate, well, okay, sorry, backtrack. So you separate things into three piles. This is like the the general how you do it. So one pile is, I wear this a lot, I love it. One pile is, I never wear this, but I might have to wear it or I might find a use for it in the next season. And then the last pile is, I need to get rid of this. I haven't worn it in the last six months or two months, whatever your time frame is. So then you get rid of that third pile. You bring it to the thrift store. You sell it on Poshmark. You have a garage sale. Get rid of it. And then the second pile, the one that is like, I don't wear this often, but I might need it next, like in winter or um, I might have to wear this to a fancy event sometime or something. Those you keep in a box in your garage, which that's probably what all those boxes were. Like my capsule wardrobe things that I didn't want anymore, but then I never got rid of them. <laughs> um, so you keep them in your garage or in the back of your closet, and then you're going to revisit them at the end of your capsule wardrobe. And then that's an important part. Yeah, the revisiting. And then your first pile is the stuff you wear all the time. And this should say a lot about your personal style, the things that you keep wearing, that you love, etc. Okay, so that's, you You wear the things that you like to wear. You know, like you're not going to wear stuff that you feel frumpy in. You're not going to wear stuff that it's not your style. Even if you buy these things, um, like you won't wear them often, you know, so... That is the things that you wear all the time is obviously things that you like on yourself that you feel good in whatever. So that is essentially then those items should be your capsule wardrobe and what you should base it off of. And how long is does a capsule wardrobe last? Well, I know some people that do it like for an entire season. So it would be like a whole quarter. So three months at a time. You really the thing about it is it can be you can have freedom in the capsule wardrobe world you know like a lot of people say there has to be a set number like you have to have 30 items or 44 items like there's like different people say different things um and you have to do it for this many days or this many months or whatever um but i think that when you get too caught up in rules like that it gets stressful and that's what it got that's how it got for me when i did my first capsule wardrobe i was like really obsessed with the blog unfancy who she is really she's a really good resource um for starting like a capsule wardrobe or like minimizing your closet investing in like good quality basic pieces etc but i thought that i had to have like her style and her style was not my style so i bought some things that like i bought a blazer 
a blazer. I don't think I've ever worn a blazer in my entire life. I've never, ever seen that. Yeah. Well, I got rid of it. <laughs> but I bought like some stuff from Madewell that is like, I, I love Madewell. I've always loved Madewell, but it was like just really not my style. And so like my first capsule wardrobe was kind of a flop. And then like ever since then, when I've tried capsule wardrobes, like they've been good. And then there gets a point where I like get bored and then I'm like, well, I am not supposed to be spending money on clothes, so I'll just buy cheap clothes that don't really fit me, aren't really good quality, you know? So it's like this weird cycle. But anyways, we're doing... Or are trendy at the time. Well, yeah, that's that's really like the the basis of like that feeling is like, okay, I feel outdated. I feel bored with this set of clothes. I need more. When really it's important to like if you have a capsule wardrobe filled with everything that you love you won't feel that pull to like well maybe you will but hopefully you won't feel that pull to like keep up with the trends or you know buy something because you saw someone else wearing something like it or whatever no i i think i get what you're saying but my whole life is basically a capsule wardrobe yeah and even then, I make some stupid decisions, and I think it's either based on uh, emotional, uh, a lack of contentment. Yeah, that's which what it is really comes down comparison, to. Um, or the fact like there's some sort of new trend, or I feel like okay, like I'm in it, like I'm get being more businessy, so I got to have more business type of clothes or I've just joined a gym so I've got to obviously buy like five workout outfits (laughs) and they have to be Under Armour and Nike and Adidas of course I can't just I mean I can't just buy like something from I can't buy an unbranded thing like it's well anyways I remember specifically you remember when Moto Jeans came out for guys (laughs) yeah so they came out for girls first and then it was like Moto Jeans for guys and then, it, and then it was skinny moto jeans, and I was like, "I have to have this." <laughs> I don't know why. It's just I have to have it. Of course, like this is trendy. This is cool. I am trendy. I am cool. <laughs> I have to wear these, <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. And I bought them, and I never. I like maybe wore them twice, and I was like, "This was such a stupid decision." Instant buyer's remorse. And after I bought them, I hate them, that. I hate that feeling. After I bought them, like as I was buying them, I was like looking them all up online, and I was like gonna find the best pair or whatever. You asked for my advice on so many different ones. I'm like, babe, they all look the same. Just pick one. <laughs> no, but I was like, yeah, but this one is has 27 percent polyester. <laughs> uh, anyways, it is just like a stupid. This it really is just a stupid decision based on circumstances, and it, you're just trying to find that like it's like kind of like a shopper's high. You just buy something yeah. to make you yourself feel better, yeah, and then you end up not even really liking it, and so you just wasted money, you wasted space, you wasted time. There is like, I mean, I'm very familiar with emotional shopping and emotional online shopping, and you know all of that, and. There is like very a very small number of things that I still have that I I got in like an emotional shopping like 
binge or I don't know what you want to say, not binge, but like a, like an impulse moment, like an impulse buy. There is like very, very few things that I still have and love that I got when I was just like trying to like numb my emotions or like distract myself from my feelings or whatever, or just like to feel like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, but it, that's like, I know that's a problem for a lot of people. So, I mean, I don't feel crazy, but I mean, I do feel a little bit crazy. So, with this capsule wardrobe, you... Well, it, don't call... I don't... Okay. We're not calling it that, but it's like a challenge. Okay. With this, what what would you call the challenge? A month of gratitude? It's... A month of thankfulness? No. No. It's hey. just a challenge to, like, because everyone who has joined the the, like, challenge group so far has different needs like there's some people that are like they literally cannot bring them themselves to buy new clothes like they have the same clothes that they've had since high school and they need new clothes but they just will buy like anything that's on sale at old navy for like a dollar they'll just buy that and because they don't want to spend more money but they know they need to invest in better quality clothing and then there's people like me who buy so many things that they don't need they they don't necessarily know their exact style because they have like so many like trendy items, et cetera. Like there's different pe- people are coming from different places in this. So the challenge is is very it's like the guidelines are loose. The only rules are no buying anything for the month of September, like no buying clothes, shoes, accessories and um, participate in each week's challenge. So there's going to be like many like each week is going to focus on a different aspect of it. So there's going to be um, four challenges. Four mini challenges which within the month-long project. So are these challenges only focused on clothing? Um, Yeah, it is. For this this one, it is. the We have a Facebook group going. There's already almost 400 people in it. Dang. And um, we're going to, like, move. After this month, we have, like, ideas for moving towards, like, minimizing your home and... Um, your kitchen. Well, that's part of your home. Kitchen utensils. Like every, just like minimizing and being, basically being content with the things that we have and not having anything that we don't love. So that is, this month is just on clothes because this is where we're starting. This is like the, the, the situation and like the issue that a lot of people have. So we're starting on clothes this month, but there's also going to be like a, pretty big giveaway at the end of this challenge for someone who participates in every week and I don't know it's gonna be good and each each week is like it's focused on a different aspect of this so one week is going to be focusing on simplifying and there's like different areas within this that we are going to have you simplify and then the next week is going to be like creating a capsule wardrobe and then the next week is going to be something else and so we have it all you know it's like been so fun exciting is part of simplifying simplifying colors (laughs) Colors? Colors. No. Uh, you should do that. No, because there, it's not like, that's not what, I think you're kind of missing what I'm saying about there being like a lot of different people in this. Like there are some people that have like super boho style and they're not going to simplify their colors, you know? And yeah, but they can come up with a color palette, right? Yeah, but that's just not something you're focusing on. It's okay. It's going to be more like... It's going to be more broad, but then we're also sharing like on more like specific topics within the broad topic. So the challenge itself is more broad. I want to join this Facebook group and just read the posts. Because it's all girls so far. 
Why are no guys? Why I don't no know. guys? Because, the, well, the, I've like shared about it on my Instagram and like 90% of the people who follow me on gr- are girls on there. And I, I'm like, guys are welcome. If you're a guy and you want to do this, you are welcome to the Facebook group. I can put the link for it in the show notes because I want everybody who wants to be part of this to join. And it's going to be like an ongoing thing. Like there's like this month is the challenge and then we'll be the giveaway at the end of the challenge. But then after that, like this will be like a quote unquote support group, I guess. And I don't know. It's already been really, really cool. There's been lots of people posting. So awesome. So, yeah, this is interesting for me because, well, number one, I'm stoked that you're doing this. Mm-hmm. But number two, th- this intersects with a lot of my personal interests. Mm-hmm. Minimalism, simplicity, and essentialism. And it's because I've been so focused on like those three areas for a while, um, it's difficult for me to view things from a different perspective it's Mm -hmm. so black and white for me well this this kind of a thing probably wouldn't benefit you so much because i feel like you're already on like that track no yes well not to be prideful but (laughs) the goal i feel like i'm already on track with i think you are whatever the goal of this would be that's not to say that there's not something that I can learn from people who are going through the challenge for the first time. Yeah. And maybe that would reveal some additional items that I had not considered to work on myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, I don't know, that's like, I know you've been trying to get me to do this whole thing for like a long time, but... I feel like I had to kind of come to the conclusion on my own exactly for it to stick because that's I can't force you to do something. You yeah. can't force me to do something. Well, and you've never tried to force me, you know, like that was never a thing, but I know that it was important to you, but it just wasn't as important to me until it is now. I mean, as it is now. So I've just been feeling very convicted about stuff like that lately. So I have, yeah, that's what we're doing. Awesome. So, okay, I have a an, a kind of sidebar question. What? Do you have a color palette? Kind of, yeah. I think I do. Is Do you think most people have a subconscious color palette? I think, um, to an extent. I think that, like, patter- certain patterns can be co- people's color palettes. Like, I think some people are, like, about, like, florals or, like, stripes. Like, that is part of their color palette. But I also think people gravitate towards obviously colors they like and colors that they look good in, you know? So I don't know. And maybe they do that subconsciously, but I think I do have a color palette. Your I'd say your color palette is kind of muted earth tones. Yeah. It's like mostly mostly neutrally earth tones and like lots of stripes. Stripes. Well, I'm ac- I actually got rid of a lot of striped shirts. You had so many striped shirts. When I was like going through my capsule, like figuring out what my capsule was going to be, and I'm not having a set number because I've always been super stressed out by like the specific number, but 
I put a lot of striped shirts into my like my second pile, my like put in the back of the closet pile. So we'll see if those are going to be still around. Oh, and I forgot to say, so after the capsule wardrobe, when you're done with your 30 days or whatever you set your days at, for us, it's just going to be the month of September. But um, yeah, anyways, at the end of the 30 days, then you revisit the the second pile, the one that you have hiding in your garage or your closet, and then you go through the stuff and think like, do I still love this? Do I still want this? And some of them you might say yes, and some of them you might say no. So, and then so, you get rid of those things that you don't want to wear anymore. Because you really have to like, when you're in a capsule wardrobe, you have to be creative with your stuff because you have a limited number of things. It's not really that limited, to be honest. Like, I mean, some people do like 20 items, but that's... That's too limited for me. But like, really, if you think about it, if you have five shirts, are you counting socks and underwear? No. Okay. If you so. have like five shirts, five pairs of pants, and five pairs of shoes, even if that's all you had, fifteen items, like you would be better off than like so much of the world, you know. So it really isn't that limited. But for us, like that is limited because we're so used to giant closets full of clothes and whatever so you are forced to be creative with the things that you have in your capsule and then when you revisit these items that you've set aside that you don't wear for that long you're like oh i actually don't need this or i actually don't want to wear this or this actually isn't my style whatever so that's an important part i think the original capsule wardrobe was started by a friend of dave bruno who wrote the hundred things challenge and it was called Project 33. It was 30 items for 30 days. Why would it be called Project 33 then? This is 33. Three, three. Why Why would you call it Project 3030? Because it's 30 items for 30 days. 3-3 uh, three, three sounds better. Maybe it was 3-3-3. Three, three, three. It doesn't make sense. Well, do you think 30 items is too little? You said that numbers stress you out. Why do the numbers Because I would focus out? on, like, once I got everything that I wanted, if I didn't have, like, up to that number, then I was like, oh, I need to, like, pick a few more things. Or if I had, like, two items over that I'm, like, would stress out about, you know, even after I'd picked, like, these are things I wear a lot, these are things that I really love, the numbers would just stress me out. And then I would just, I felt like I made bad choices. So the numbers that... Is I don't think that the number of items is important. Like, obviously, you're not going to want to have, like, 60 items in your capsule wardrobe. That's too many to choose from. I would say, like, 25 to maybe 45 is, like, a good range. I think I wear 30 items of clothing regularly. I am almost positive that you wear less than that regularly. So, I've got... Um, let me, five pairs of pants, five t-shirts, one, two, five, like, button-up shirts, short sleeve and long sleeve combined, and then, like, a rain jacket, a wind jacket, a down jacket, and a synthetic jacket. That's a lot of jackets. I do have a lot of jackets. And... For someone who only wears jean 30 items, that's a lot of jackets. And a jean jacket, too. Yeah, that's no, too I've many got, jackets. I've got two jean jackets. Okay, babe, it's time for you to do a capsule wardrobe. Purge your jackets. Yeah, but I'm not going to do the the second pile, the 
hold on to and see if I want to keep. You don't, honey, you don't have to do the second pile. So, okay, I want to go back to the when we're sorting through bins in the garage. What is something that kept coming up? Sentimental items. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just start this section of the talk by saying it was very, very easy for me to say, yes, get rid of this, get rid of this, get rid of this. Like 99% of the things I was like, it was really easy for me to get rid of Um, because they've been out there for whoever knows how long, like years maybe, and I haven't even looked at them in that long. So it was very easy for me to part with like 99% of the items. And I will say there was four, no, I think three big, like huge, those containers you get at Costco, the ones, the black ones with the yellow lids, probably three of those full of clothes that I was either wanting to sell or that I didn't, I just like didn't want to go through and organize and put in my closet or whatever. Three bins. Zach just left. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Anyways, so three bins, just of my clothes. And then we also had like baby clothes to go through. There was like four bins of those. And I kind of, I think that this is also a thing for um, pe- the people do with their kids clothes too. Like you keep buying kids clothes, even though they don't necessarily need them. Like you forget what they have or you think that they need more, whatever. But so we had a ton of baby clothes too. So Three giant bins of my clothes that we went through, probably three giant bins of baby clothes and other baby items like toys and like um, blankets, stuff like that. So at this point, I've already said goodbye to a lot of things. And there were like maybe five things that I was having a really hard time with. And it was because they were linked to sentimental memories of some sort. And that's it. The on- I only kept one of those things and it was the boots that Zach posted on his freaking story the ones that he bought me on our honeymoon when we were at the airport in London Clark suede ankle zip up cowboy boots okay the type of boot literally does not matter even a little bit it's not even what they are it's just the fact that we got them on our honeymoon it was the first thing you the first present you ever bought me as as my husband and it was just special. I wore them our whole honeymoon. I loved them so much. So I have kept them. <laughs> I know I I could get rid of them. I know somebody else could love them way more than I do because I don't wear them. They're not really my style and it's the middle. It's like it's hot here. So it's summer. But I don't know. It's that that one is just hard for me. You did keep something else. I saw it in a bin today. What? The gray American oh. salt and pepper zip up hoodie. That was the first birthday present Zach ever got me. We were dating for like like two weeks. Two weeks. And then it was my birthday. And he got me an American apparel salt and pepper zip up sweatshirt. I wore that thing so much. I wore that thing so much. Um and it was so special to me. And that's another reason why I kept it. So yeah, I did keep that. I forgot. I kept that too. Because I might I might wear that. I well, want to wear it to the beach. It's in the bin labeled baby stuff. Good. I'm hiding it from myself <laughs> and from you. Oh, I found it already. Well, that is like just hard though. Like I've got I got rid of 
stuff that I'm like, okay, so this family member gave me this for Christmas this year, but I don't use it. So, okay, I can get rid of it. Like that kind of thing. It was a lot of that. Like, oh, this person gave me this. Oh, I was wearing this when this happened. This is the dress I wore when I, we brought Forrest home from the hospital or whatever, you know, like stuff like that. Oh, I was like, easy for me to say goodbye. But those things, man, they just, those get me. I, I am a sentimental person and I don't know. I really don't think there's harm in keeping those two things. I think if you're keeping, if you're hanging on to a ton of stuff with that reasoning, I think that maybe that's bad, but I, I really don't feel bad about those two things. I think that attaching sentiment to items is really hard. And I... No, I think it's easy to attach... It's easy to attach sentiment to items. No, it's easy to do, but, well, yeah, then it's hard to let go of. Yes, it's hard to let go of. And it's hard to hold on to the sentiment with letting go of the physical item. Yeah. Well, remember that when we came across my, uh, the flower crown that I wore at our wedding and I just like, it was broken and it was all dried. Obviously I dried it so I could keep it, but it was broken and I, I threw, I was like, whatever, I threw it in the trash and I was fine with it. Like that was like, that was a really sentimental thing. And I was like, okay, that was like easy for me to say goodbye to because there was no use for that at all. And like literally I used to be the girl like in high school, I saved Starburst wrappers so I could make those stupid chains. And like I was the girl who kept everything, you know, so that's like a big deal for me to get rid of a flower crown that I wore on our wedding, like to get married, you know? So yeah, I guess that that is... I mean, I guess I can understand it. No, you can't because you're not even a little bit like that. No, there's three things that I have held on to for sentimental reasons. What? My wedding flannel. Oh. Woolrich trail fit. And you don't wear it. Because I got super ripped and (laughs) ripped a hole in the back (laughs) yoke of it. Uh Uh-huh. What else? Um, A... My grandpa's hat. Oh, yeah. The Ronald Reagan mm-hmm. hat. Um, My grandma gave that to me after he had passed on. And yeah, so I have that of his. Mm-hmm. And then um, oddly, a uh, Patagonia hat that Alex Myers gave me. Oh. When I was mentoring him, he gave it to me for my birthday as just like a random gift. Oh. And I've had that for... Which one is that? The gray one? The gray one. Oh, that's so sweet. For for like a long time. For like five or six years. Yeah. That's really nice. I've had many other hats, but none of them are like that hat, so I don't keep them. So I guess so. I think with some musical equipment, I'm that way also. It's like first time stuff. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I played my first show with this. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I cl- like this is my first outdoor climb I did with these shoes. Or, you know, like whatever. It's also like really easy to do that with like kids stuff too. Well, for me anyways, like. Because there's so many first times with them yeah there's so many things like okay this was the first hat i ever knit for forest even though the pom-pom is falling off and it's ridiculous and doesn't it didn't even fit him then it's definitely not gonna fit anyone now it's like this is the first thing that i made for him or like little jackets like i don't know it's just stuff is i mean i know stuff is just stuff 
but like stuff does hold meaning sometimes. So I don't know. That was hard for me to get rid of some things of theirs, but it was like, I know that like, I mean, they're not going to use it anymore. We can't just hold on to it for like possible future babies. You know, we can't hold on to everything for possible future babies. You know, some things we kept, but do you think (sighs) that those memories, I guess. Okay. So when I post, I posted the story of you wrestling with getting rid of those boots mm-hmm. that you had forgotten about yeah i didn't even remember that i kept them and i definitely haven't worn them in the last probably two years right and i got them five years ago almost and someone replied that you should keep them because you find joy in them mm-hmm. what do you think about that i think that's why i am keeping them and same with that jacket because it is like happy to remember those memories like the the whole like two and a half years straight that I wore that jacket for everything you know and like those boots and our honeymoon and I just remember putting getting that rain guard stuff too because it was rainy in Ireland we went in the middle of winter and we like rain guarded my boots I don't know it's just like fun to remember stuff like that and I wouldn't I mean, maybe I would remember stuff like that if I didn't have the, like, if I didn't happen upon those boots every so often, but maybe I wouldn't, you know? Well, what about you just take a picture of it and post it on Facebook and it will remind you every year. On this day, you posted this about your boots because you said you haven't even seen them in two years. No, I haven't worn them in two years. I've seen them when I when I go through clothes and stuff, but I it's always like, okay, I set this aside. I'm not getting rid of these. It's always just the thing. But I don't I just don't want to rely on Facebook for stuff like that. Like that's useful to an extent, but I'm like I don't know. Maybe I could take a picture and keep it in like a box or something. I don't know. And then go through the box when I want to relive memories. But I guess I could just look at pictures from the trip if I wanted to relive memories. I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain it. So are the me- I guess my question is, do those items bring you joy or is it the refreshing of the memory that brings you joy? It's the memory, obviously. It's not the item. Well, because this person that sent me the message, I said I said something like, the memory is what brings joy, the physical item. I said like... It's easy to conflate the memory with the physical item, but the physical item doesn't necessarily bring joy. Yeah, if the physical, like if that jacket still fit me awesome and didn't like showcase my muffin top and like I wore it all the time, then yes, the item would still be bringing me joy. But right now, no, the item is not bringing me joy, but the item is bringing up memories that bring me joy. So. Hmm. I'm still going to wear that jacket to the beach, though. Remember I used to always wear it with my jean jacket? Yeah. Such a good combo. It is a great combo. (laughs) It's the the best combo. It is. And because, like, when stuff... I don't know. Another thing that um, that I was going to list on my Instagram to sell that I didn't was that white dress. A white dress with the, with like the pretty top that you always say that you love every time I wear it. You're like, I love that dress. It's not like it's not my style, and I don't love the way I look in it anymore. You know, like it's just like I don't love it anymore. 
But I love it because you always say, I love that dress on you. <laughs> that's why I love it. And that's, I'm like, again, I took pictures of it. I took pictures of the whole thing. I took pictures of the detail and I was like fully set to list it. And I didn't list it. So there's three things that I kept. Oh my gosh. I'm such a sap. That white free people dress? No, not the free people one. Is I think I got it from Anthro. It's like, it's got sleeves and it's Uh-oh. like embroidery kind of, but it's all white. What was that white one that you wore? Sleeveless, like kind of long shirt. It wasn't a dress with like the lace. Yeah, that one was from free people. I kept one of those. I like that one. Yeah. You spilled on that so many times. Yeah, it's like so stained. I need to like bleach it or something. <laughs> Gross. I could bleach it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't worn it in a while, but I, I've kept it. Because that one, real. I wore that so much. That one was like, that's the thing though. Like my style has changed, you know? Yeah. That's I guess tricky. mine mine probably should, but it hasn't. I don't think yours should. Yours is classic. I don't think you need to. Where are you going? Can you pause it? Oh, okay. Well, Zach's going. Anyways. Okay. Well, I'm just going to talk about this challenge for a little bit. Um, a little bit, tiny bit longer. So the challenge is like we want to encourage people in this like process, but also like we're doing it too. Like we're learning this stuff too. It's It's me and my friend Jackie and my other friend Tess. And we've been dreaming this up for a long time. Um like all summer at least but we've been thinking about it for like I mean I've been thinking about it since like the beginning of the year but um we're doing all of this like and learning it all alongside you if you're doing this challenge too which I really recommend all of you I mean all of you who want to are welcome to join the Facebook group and join the challenge and whatever so we're learning alongside of you we're trying to um we have a Facebook group that's like kind of a support group but also like a way to for us to share like on different aspects of this um challenge of minimalism of simplifying of having a closet full of clothes that you love and that you wear often and also about ethical um like ethical fashion slow fashion you know that side of it as well but mainly the focus is like gonna be like finding contentment and not always wishing for the next thing. And that that doesn't mean like never buying anything ever, but it means like when you do buy something, you're intentional with your money and you you buy something that is made well and that it is made um, by someone who is getting paid a fair wage and it is something that's going to last and that you love, you know? So it's not like... I mean, it's a lot easier to find contentment in something that lasts a long time and that doesn't fall apart like three months into wearing it, you know? So um, it's really about like cultivating contentment above everything and not feeling like I need to buy the next thing. Because I know like, like I said, with my first capsule wardrobe, I felt like I had to buy a bunch of things just to do the capsule wardrobe. And that's not at all what we want to focus on. So yeah, we're all just like really passionate about this, but we're also like not amazing at it <laughs> we all have our different levels of you know consumerism and whatever so every week there's gonna be a different challenge um and we're gonna we want you guys to like post in the facebook group and post on your instagram about it if you join 
I mean, obviously this is if you join the challenge and like share your outfits and you know, all this stuff like that's what the Facebook group is for. So, and we're going to be doing like live videos. We're going to be posting different articles. Um, we're going to be posting about different brands and, uh, resources for like minimizing and simplifying and finding your style and like all that stuff. So we're going to, it's just going to be a lot of help in this area. Um, so that's welcome to you if you want it. And then, um, there will be a giveaway at the end of the challenge. So there's not really anything in it other than like a lot of support and help doing this. And I guess just like doing it alongside other people. So, um, so yeah. Awesome. Please join if you want to. This is for anyone who wants to join men and women. And I'll put the link in the show notes. And. So earlier this week on the Facebook page, someone had brought up that, um, on what Facebook page? On the Way Family and Friends Facebook page. Someone had brought up the comment that I made about you last two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. About, uh, what, what, what was that about? What did I, I said something. You said that when I'm home, I only wear yoga pants or something like that. I said, you basically have like a uniform. Like you, you have like your like go to clothes that the same clothes that you wear when you're at home. Yeah. And based on the post, everybody does. (laughs) Yeah. So this is not something that I knew. Yeah, I know. I'm more normal than you thought. Well, maybe normal isn't necessarily a good thing, (laughs) but. I guess a lot of people change when they get home from work into well, their comfy about, clothes. Think about a lot of people that have to wear business stuff, like business clothes. Or like oh, think that's about the worst. People who have to wear scrubs because they work at a hospital. Well, like, obvi- yes. The people have stuff like that. But for me, I have like clothes, like in public clothes. And then I have my really comfy clothes that I love that I don't necessarily need to wear in public. And also, it's almost always a lot colder in our house than it is outside so like out, i'm wearing like tank tops and stuff outside and then when i get inside i want to wear sweatshirt mm. and like based on like that thread which i only got a chance to look at it like really quickly so i didn't read all the comments but they were basically saying like i yes like i think most people do this <laughs> well you want to wear comfy clothes clothes that feel comfortable when you're at home but you don't necessarily want to wear those clothes that make you f- feel physically comfortable outside of home. Well, all my clothes that I have are comfortable. Like I I'm done with like buying clothes that are uncomfortable. But like I'm not Okay, so if I wear a dress to church, I want to change when I get home because I like yoga pants are just comfier than a dress. <laughs> Like, I don't know how to say that. Like, my dress, all my dresses that I have are comfortable and I love, but I don't necessarily need to be wearing a dress when I could possibly spill on it at home or when a child could spill on it or when I could be wearing yoga pants. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't... Anytime you can wear yoga pants, be wearing yoga pants. Really, though, because they're they're just uh, the best. And I don't, I really don't like wearing yoga pants in public. And I, I mean, I don't care if other people do, that's fine. But like for me, I just don't like, I don't like to. So I wear them at home because I love them. 
I don't know. It's just a thing. And it's not because I feel like people think I'm just a lazy mom if I wear yoga pants outside of the house. It's not even because of what other people think. It's just that I don't like wearing yoga pants. When you go outside, you want to like dress up. I just want to look a little bit put together. Yeah. I like to do that. And I also like it. Maybe it's dumb, but like it does a lot for my self-esteem just for me to get ready for the day not even to like put a full face of makeup on but just to like get dressed and wash my face and like wear deodorant and stuff is just like does a lot or like when I was in the middle of like postpartum depression like I had to make a point to like get dressed and like put a little bit of makeup on and like get ready for the day and that that like did a ton for me so I don't know Hmm. it really isn't about like I know maybe for some people like it might be about like, oh, I don't want people to see me in sweats or like in yoga pants or whatever. And I don't know if that's necessarily the best motivator, but I think that everybody should wear clothes that are comfortable. But also I think comfort is all, like can also be like what you feel comfortable and not just like what is physically comfortable. Exactly. That's kind of what I got from this whole thread and thinking through other people's perspectives is there's two types of comfort that people are referring to when they're talking about clothes. Mm, Yeah. They're talking about the physical comfort, which Mm -hmm. I will refer to as comfy. Mm -hmm. And then they're talking about the socially, maybe not the, the mental Mm -hmm. comfort, Mm -hmm. which would be comfortable clothes. So I, have a firm belief that you can have both comfy and comfortable clothes. Mm -hmm. It might take a long time and a lot of trial and error to find them, but if you know what your style is, if you know what your color palette is, if you know like the types of clothes that you like and will wear on a regular basis, you can find brands that are both comfy and comfortable i'm actually writing this down because i want to talk about this on our facebook group for this challenge but yeah go on and so i've learned that like so i have my favorite fitting pair of jeans but they're not necessarily comfortable so i started looking at alternatives and i was like okay well what makes pair what makes jeans comfortable well they have to not be too hot they have to be a little stretchy so i was like not too hot stretchy jeans for men which (laughs) apparently there's not a lot of companies that make not too hot (laughs) but um i found these two companies i bought a pair of jeans from each of them they were expensive way more money than i would have normally spent one of the companies sucked and they would just were not comfortable the other company is like so nice and I would for sure buy some more jeans from them if I needed some more jeans. But they are both comfy and comfortable. Like, I will wear them riding my bike. I will wear them rock climbing. I will wear them doing whatever I do. And I can wear them at home laying on the couch. Yeah, that's like, so I have two pairs of jeans like that that are like, that are really cute that I love and I feel really good in and I like I look good in okay and then they're also very comfortable and they are I love them they're my favorite jeans and I wear them all the time two pairs like and those I do wear at home 
all the time, like during the day. And I also wear them out. So those would be like both. Like they're like, they, I mean, they're not jeggings, but they're like stretchy, really comfortable, like really, they're just cute and really comfortable. So those are both comfy and comfortable in both settings, like the mental setting and the physical setting. But sometimes it even, I don't know, there's just something about like putting on yoga pants and putting on a giant sweatshirt and just like, and that's what I do every like night. That that um, triggers your relaxation mode. Yeah. Like that's what I do at nap time. Well, not all the time, but like at nap time, if I'm not working, that's what I'll do. I like putting a blanket on after I have my yoga pants and my big sweatshirt on. I'll put a blanket on and then like I'll do whatever I'm going to do. Um, and it's like, yes, it does. It triggers like the relaxation. That's what I do after I go and say goodnight to Forrest. That, you know, it's like, okay, now is the time to relax. But that, yeah, I don't know. I think that's interesting about the two types of comfortable or comfort, I guess, because that's really true. But I think that we really should expect more of the brands that we give our money to. Well, yeah, and we should only give our money to brands that are deserving of it. Right. And unfortunately, you have to pay a premium. So either there's, there's two ways of getting out of this mode. You can either learn to be comfortable... comfortable in your comfy clothes in public or you can find clothes that make you feel comfortable in public that are also comfy well yes but I I still don't think there's anything wrong with like changing when you get home no if you're using that as a trigger to help you go into no, a mode of relaxation like a trigger i just don't think that there's like any issue with that like i don't know i just don't see the same issue that you do with that like you think you should just wear all the clothes all the time like the same clothes all the time for everything but even though the clothes all of my clothes that i have right now that i can think of are physically comfortable the clothes that i wear out they're physically comfortable and i love wearing them and i also feel really cute in them but I, that still doesn't change the fact that I want to wear yoga pants when I'm, like, done for the day. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess I understand because I sleep naked every night. Exactly. That It's, like, the same thing. Well, I'm just not going to walk around the house naked. I know, but there's a, there's a large difference, and it's close. Oh, that's the difference. Yes. Th- <laughs> thank you for solving it. But, yeah, but that's, like, the thing. Like, that's, you know... That is your decision for how you want to relax and sleep. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's your home. It's the end of the day. You can do what you want. And that's just, even though all my clothes are physically comfortable, I still love wearing yoga pants when I'm like at home and done. Well, that's fine. I apologize to anyone that (laughs) just wants to wear comfy clothes. You wear comfy clothes. It's just a foreign concept for him. Just, just, I just don't. He's never worn yoga pants. I just. He doesn't know you guys. (laughs) you should try some on i don't understand they're just like okay it's like they're compress they're compressing and they're also stretchy so like you can move however you want and they also are like like the compressing like mannerism or whatever you want to call it the whatever it is the compressing is like calming 
Like it's physically calming. Like the, like you know how weighted like a blankets, gravity blanket. Yeah, like weighted blankets mm-hmm. are like pressing. They're calming, and I know that that feels so stupid because it's like it's yoga pants, but it's true. So if you've never worn yoga pants, that's my recommendation for the week. Hmm. You can try some of mine on. They probably won't be as tight on you as they are on me, so you won't get the full relaxation effect. But I just love them. All right. <laughs> Maybe we've talked so much about yoga pants, but um, well, that wraps it up for this week. Next week, can you write a note for me on your phone? What next week? I'm going to talk about the three F's of clothing. Oh boy, the three F words of clothing, and that will be fabric, fit, and function. This is how I judge my clothes. And when I'm making purchasing decisions. Maybe you should do a live video winner challenge group about it. Hmm, maybe. You should. Also, if you're a woman and you work in a business type environment, guess what? You can get, you know, comfy, comfortable pants and shirts for work. You can get blazers. And you can get button-up blouses, and you can get dress pants that are comfortable because they're made out of the same material that yoga pants yes, are made out of. I was just going to say that. Lululemon has business casual clothes. Or wait, I, business clothes. Business no. clothes, business casual. They, they look like business clothing, but they are made out of a fabric that is like very stretchy and comfortable and breathable. So does Beta Brand. So does Beta Brand. They're in San Francisco. They used to have a bunch of guy stuff, but now they don't. And I backed one of their projects on Boots, and I'm very disappointed because they canceled it. But they have some good women's clothing. Did they give you your money back? Yeah, and they give me $50 store credit. So if you want to buy a pair of pants off of there, let me know, and I'll give you my $50 store credit because I'm not going to use it. I might want to use it, but not this month. You're not going to, you want to buy women's business. It's only business. Yoga pants. It's only business. And they have some other stuff. Do they have cozy sweatshirts? <laughs> That's my weakness. <laughs> Do you need a cozy no, sweatshirt? No, I don't. I don't. I want them all though. I have enough. All right, guys. Thanks for listening this week. I hope that you are having an amazing week and... um. Yeah, I guess that's about it. Join our challenge. We want anyone who wants to do it. And and if you're in the Facebook group, join the Facebook group discussion. Post something. Challenge me. I like to He's be challenged. He's talking about the the podcast Facebook group. Yeah, sorry, I didn't confusing. make I didn't make that. The leap there. That leap. Okay. You you made the leap. I make the leap for you very often. You- <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Happy trails. Bye. Happy trails.